Hi, everyone, and welcome to the Pet Drop Shipper Podcast. I'm your host, Janina Dolly Jimenez, and I'm here to discuss all things entrepreneurial, share with you my pet industry journey, the innovations and learnings of both the industry and my experiences. Please join us in discussing your business, whether it's new or seasoned. We look forward to hearing from you and hope you enjoy our show. Hello, everyone, and welcome to my first episode of 2023. I am really excited um, to share with you some ideas that I had gotten. Um, actually, having a conversation with um, one of our customers who um, we are going to be supporting for drop shipping. Um, but first and foremost, I want to say Happy New Year to everyone. I have not posted a podcast in um, some time, actually, because the holiday season, as we all know, as entrepreneurs, can be very busy. If you are in retail or any kind of sales, uh, November, December, it is super hectic. And that goes for us, too. We're wholesale, you know, and we sell to um, stores and we do drop shipping. And as um we all might realize that, you know, you have to knuckle down during November and December. So with that, I apologize if anyone is disappointed that we didn't post. Uh, at the same time, I am relieved the holiday season's over in the most positive way. You know, the holidays are very exciting. It's a great time of year. It's festive. Uh, in the Northeast, where we're located, it was nice and cool. And then, of course, we had some crazy weather right after where... It was warm enough to, you know, roll down the windows in the car. But lo and behold, here we are, 2023. I'm really excited. I got so many things happening and going on, most of them business-related, of course. But as an entrepreneurial podcast, I like to share things that don't necessarily always pertain to the pet industry, but I'm always going to use the pet industry conversation because that's what we work in and that's um, our business but sharing with you all some of the pieces of information that uh, we've learned and used throughout the last few months. And anytime there's anything new and interesting may seem premature, but I'm always big on sharing. And we are going to be taking a different approach this year with our Instagram and Facebook accounts. I'm on there for myself and I'm scrolling through constantly and I'm just like, this is the same stuff. Like I, the things that interest me, obviously pets, fitness, nutrition, um, language. These are the things that I'm interested in. But at the same time, we get deliveries constantly in the warehouse almost every single day during the week. And I'm getting new products in all the time. If you haven't been on the sites or haven't visited with us in some time, we're past 300 brands of full line brands, which is really exciting. Brands that people have asked us for, we've looked into, brands that are supporting local small businesses and different categories of products, natural treats, supplements, toys, um, chews, foods, litter, so many different categories. And of course, as you all know, primarily dog and cat, but we have begun to really take full charge in the small animal, fish, and reptile uh, 
categories, and that's been really exciting. Fish and, and reptile have really increased significantly percentile-wise over the last few months. But regardless, we're at 300 plus brands, so I'm really excited to launch that news. And I would say that um, it is all on part of my team and everyone at the office that has been super supportive and helping you know generate product lists and databases and images and photoshopping and all that stuff. So any of my team members listening, which I hope they listen, but thank you guys so much for that. So without any further ado, um, 2023 is upon us and many people always ask me or DM me directly on social media about how do I manage it all? How do I figure things out? And I'm very much into the organization of planning and journaling, post-it notes, planners, and I'm a huge advocate of the 80-20 rule. I try to spend 80% of my time on the things that generate business, leads, sales, customer satisfaction, and all those types of things. And with our new year and the excitement of the new year, we're looking at efficiency being the most important thing for us in 2023. Having so many deliveries now, we're more efficiently shipping out orders and having bigger and better, um, what's the word I'm looking for, fill rate, and things like that. So it's really exciting to say 2023 is here and we're just moving in a direction that's really very exciting for us. If you haven't registered for an account and you're a small business, you do have to have your tax ID. We only sell to businesses. And um, so please do that and register. But what I really want to discuss in this podcast is not the planning and not the organizational stuff, but something that I thought was really important. And it will take organizing, right? You will have to sit down um, with a cup of coffee, a bottle of juice, whatever it is, and spend a little time. I'm a huge, huge advocate of having a little bit of downtime, whether it's early in the morning that you want to spend one day a week getting up and sitting at your desk or sitting at your computer or in your office or wherever, Starbucks, it doesn't make a difference. As long as you're giving yourself a little bit of time with a pen and a piece of paper to say, hey, I need to organize this. Um, list of things that I need to do, and then I need to delegate them. I used to have this really um, crazy thought process that was, if I couldn't fit it on a post-it note, it it was too much. Of course, I learned to write super small, so that really kind of defeated the purpose of saying, you know, how many things can you fit on a post-it note? So I'd write, you know, one, two, three, four, five, six in normal size letters, and then I'd be on the side, I'd flip it over on the back, and, and, and it just got to be ridiculous. None of it got accomplished. I think um, mentally, like neurosurgeons say that people can't do more than three things efficiently within a certain amount of time. I, I don't know what the statistics are, but I just know that when I would fill up that post-it note, it it would overwhelm me and take over my mind, and, and I would be stressed out. So I want to talk about one thing at a time and really just focusing if you want to start out and you're not really great with organizing. And I talk to a lot of people that say I, I'm I stink at organizing and I just can't get it straight. Start with a post-it note. Grab a post-it note every day, things that you need to remember to do. Put it on the post-it note, the things that you didn't get done 
from, let's say, Monday, you're putting it on the post-it note for the next day. And after a while, you'll kind of get tired of the post-it note. And next episode, I am going to discuss the actual planner that I use. I'm waiting for them to send me a link so that it would um, go directly to the page of the exact planner that I use. And I really love this planner. I've gone through so many different types. But for now, let's just discuss very simple, basic. If you're advanced, this part of the conversation might not be for you, but using your post-it note to plan your day and then you know, transferring the next day that didn't get accomplished to the next day or to the next day. But most importantly, the part that I really wanted to discuss with these small businesses, and like I said, it doesn't necessarily pertain to the pet industry, but we're going to discuss pet industry, was to cross-promote with your other local businesses and or shelters or not-for-profits agencies that you would sponsor a shelter. We have a shelter that we use locally that anytime we have damages or um, products come in and they're broken but still good to use. So for example, a broken bag of cat litter, broken bags of dog food, um, packages that were cut open with a box cutter when we're opening the boxes from deliveries. Those items we just donate to our local shelters on behalf of our company, but this is something that stores and um, places of business, retails, retailers of business can use to do. But I love this idea of sponsoring a shelter. So you partner up with the shelter or the local agency and you donate a portion of every sale for a weekend, a week, a month with that particular shelter that when customers come in, they know that let's just, I'm gonna just use round numbers. Let's say, you know, a uh, dollar on every sale goes to such and such animal shelter in your town. And you could cross promote this where those shelters are promoting it on their social media. The shelters are sending out emails. You are sending out emails. The, you know, you're posting on social media. Perhaps you can have a representative from one of those agencies come out and support on a weekend, giving out samples and really creating a buzz and an excitement around what it is that you're trying to accomplish. And you can sponsor different shelters or different agencies all the time, getting your groomers involved that are local to let them know, hey, the local store, you know, in, you know, down the street is doing a shelter sponsor and maybe the dog groomer can give a $5 off coupon for a full grooming or a complimentary nail trim or, or anything like that. Uh, if the groomer is, uh, you know, does consultations or the doggy daycare, free consultation and a gift pack. And these cross promotings with your groomer or even a veterinarian, veterinarian can give business cards, and a voucher. So you could create little gift bags. And yes, these things take time. I generally say that if you are planning each month ahead, so January we're in right now, you're not necessarily going to have January, but February is next month. And you've locked down a shelter that you're going to sponsor for the month. 
And that shelter, you're gonna give a dollar for every sale that comes through, um, whether it's online or in-store, you're going to involve, you know, few of the local groomers, the dog walkers, you know, as you're in your stores, you already are familiar with some of the people in the community that are still in, the, in, in your industry or in the pet industry, your doggy daycare. All of these companies can create buzz where you have little gift bags with their business card, perhaps a, a coupon or a percentage off, and then the shelter that you're supporting, you know, their phone number and a card about them and their works, and then cross-promoting with all of these different organizations within your community is going to create a buzz. And everyone loves when you're shopping local and you're supporting, you know, the business and, and the agencies and even an adoption day. You support it for a month and you do the first and the first and the 15th, whatever, or the first and the third Saturday or Sunday, you do an adoption event where maybe one weekend it's cats and then the following weekend it's some dogs and you can host an event. But here's another really important factor. And I'm going to have a little like notes in the bio of this podcast for you to remember some of these things. But one of the really, really important things is that Pet brands love to support stuff like this. They have promotional material. They have swag material. And when I say swag, it could be keychains, pens, um, a small roll of poop bags. Brands that you're carrying a lot of. And then here's where my experience as a salesperson, as a buyer, and as a distributor's representative can share with you some really, really good information. So what you wanna first look at is you wanna say, okay, in my store, these are the brands that we really push or these are the brands we really love because every store has one. So whether it's your raw or a freeze-dried brand or a kibble brand or whatever the case may be, you wanna look for different categories of favorites. So you wanna have your good, your best brand that you sell. You want to have your best brand that you sell of food. You want to have your best brand of treats that you sell, preferably a different brand. So if you're with a dog food line and you figure, okay, I'm going to reach out to my sales rep from this dog food brand. We sell a lot of this brand. It's our number one brand that we recommend. I'm going to reach out to my salesperson, see what they can supply, whether it's sample bags of kibble, coupon vouchers for raw dog food, samples of raw dog food, because um, some brands will do that freeze-dried samples if they can't offer you the raw samples. Um, they may even so much go as far as saying, okay, canned food, you know, we don't do samples, but we will do a bill back for a, however many cases it is that you have of clients coming in. And this is really important. You want to, you know, say, I have, uh, you know, two cases of canned food, of dog food in one case of cat food or whatever the case may be, they're gonna bill you back. So it's gonna come off your invoice from your distributor or your supplier, whomever it is that you that you buy from. And, or they can have a sales rep sometimes when I was in outside sales, I would drop it off. I would order it, pick it up from a distributor that was local and I would drop it off to the store. So that's first. Secondly is your treat lines. And as I said, preferably a brand that's not in the same as kibble. So if you're doing a food brand that also offers treats, 
find a different treat brand because you want to make it exciting. You want to make it, you know, that customers are like, wow, I got a free sample of freeze dried food. And then I got a, a small, you know, three ounce can of cat food. And, and again, you want to have these specifics. So you don't want to offer cans of cat food to customers that only have dogs. You, you do want to have like dog bags and cat bags or, or even just allowing the customers to, you know, take one of whatever. I highly, highly, highly suggest that you create your own little gift bags or bundles or however you want to do it and you give them out accordingly because you want it to be one per customer and you want to put that in all your advertising. You want it to be one per customer of dog. If someone says they have dog and cat, okay, that's great. You know, you're being supported by the supplier, the manufacturer, the brands. So you could give one of each, but you want it to be one per customer because unfortunately, sometimes people can have three or four dogs, but you know, you want to be able to have enough for everybody to go around. So you do want to make sure you put that one per customer and nobody's saying that, you know, not to be generous, but you also want to make sure everyone has a chance to sample some of these exciting goodies that the manufacturer is offering. And again, they'll have swag, they'll have pens, or they'll have, you know, small samples of a, you know, a half roll of poop bags, whatever the case may be, or even some of the poop bag brands that do the bigger bags with the handles, those all come in boxes and not on the rolls. They might offer you a couple of bag boxes of bags where you can, you know, take two or three bags out and put them inside, you know, each one of these bags. Like I said, it's going to take a couple of weeks for you to, number one, find the shelter and get involved with the daycare and groomers and allow the groomers and the daycares and, and the veterinarians to also offer some things that they like to suggest. Groomers are really great for getting you a sample of dog shampoo. You know, sometimes they're in little foil packets, like they're almost like the same size as ketchup. But then there are other companies that offer bigger, fuller sizes. So making an event a really exciting thing, sharing it on social media, having something written up that you can share with your manufacturers and brands is really important because they want to see that, you know, these are samples that are going to be going out to this event. If there's a local rep in the area, they'll send somebody out to do those types of things. So to recap really quick. You want to find a food brand that you really love, that you really do well with, and they should have no problem supporting you and getting you samples and, and giveaways of treat brand, not the same as the food brand. So something, um, and February next month's pet dental month. So why not look at any brand that's making dental chews? They usually are pretty big on doing those kinds of things. And then of course, a, a supplement brand. Lots of times supplement companies make supplements disguised as treats. So just like in the dental brands, there's a lot of chews that are full of enzymes and powders and things like that. So they offer samples of things like that as well. So, and you wanna look at some of the themes that are out there for each month. Some of it's, you know, pet treat day, pet dental, pet adoption days, whatever it is, you want to run with those kinds of things too to make it more exciting because of course when you're posting it to social media, you're hashtagging all that stuff which then allows other companies to link and you will be surprised. You will have more momentum over the course of a year than you will ever expect so long as you're consistent. It's like anything, you know, you're consistently paying attention to whatever it is that's important to you, those things will grow. So you have food, you have treats, you have supplements. Um, like I said, grooming products, they offer samples. 
poop bags, they can offer samples. I mean, I'm on the fly thinking of all these different categories, um, treats, supplements, grooming supplies, not so much in the toy line, but those brands might do, you know, those little rubber bracelets because a portion of their proceeds goes to shelter animals or they're making things out of recycled material and things like that. So these are really all very important factors when you are looking at cross-promoting and building your business with the community and within your community. Now you're networking. And I don't know if you've listened to any of the previous podcasts, but networking is everything. Attending events, doing local charity events, even if it's not a pet charity event. What about doing an autism walk? A lot of times you're sponsoring it as your business, you can have the business sponsor you to do the autism walk. They usually have a roster. It's posted in those types of things. There's a page to these types of events with the paid sponsors. You can um, maybe allow them to have you set up a booth there where you could do the walk or your team can do the walk. And then you can have a booth there giving out flyers for a discount off of, you know, whenever you come in and visit the store, there may be people in the community that don't know that you're in the local street or someone new to town or someone's cousin who's doing this cancer walk or breast cancer walk or whatever that, you know, these events are. It doesn't necessarily have to be just pet, but it's really great to make friends with other people in the community that are in the pet business. So, I always try to keep um, these podcasts down to a limited time. So I just wanted to share with you my cross-promotion podcast today. DM me with questions. My email is in the body of the podcast notes. And just remember to um, network and speak to people, learn who's in your community. Many people just always think that it's so much work to do these kinds of events, and it does take work. But if you have other people who are willing to support you, like I said, the groomer can help you find out what brand of shampoo they really like or and get some samples for your event with a little coupon code with their business card, or groomers might have some magnets and things like that to put on the refrigerator. Veterinarians also have magnets. I know my vet does, so I put the magnet on the fridge in the event. You know, we need to call the vet an emergency and the number's right there. Doggy daycares, you know, they can give away a free half day um, or discount off of boarding. All of these people within the community could help build your business while you're helping them build their business. You know, sharing the pie is something that I really think is so important and building your community up. So I hope that some of this information was helpful. I think, I hope you guys really took away from this some really good ideas. Start small. You, you can't eat an elephant in one bite. That's one of my lines. So start small. Maybe whoever's closest to you. If your store is closer to a groomer or a veterinarian, um, look at that. Look at a shelter. Call up several of them. Ask them if they're interested in doing a sponsorship. Some online I've seen online where people are sponsoring just a particular dog with an organization and it, and it's just been really great to see some of these things. The cross-promoting, making sure that you're sending out emails, social media posts, and the like. So 
please message me if you'd like to get some more information or if you need to brainstorm. I am always here to support. Um, I don't charge for calls or meetings or emails or Zoom meetings. So um, I'm just here to really help build our, our industry. So, and if you're not in our industry, I hope there's some takeaway that you can correlate to match up to what your industry is, health, fitness, um, massage therapy or whatever. So network, meet people, you know, get on board with some local individuals that you never know how they can help you or how you can help them. So really appreciate you listening. I look forward to hearing back from you all and wish you a wonderful, healthy, happy, prosperous 2023. Take care.